0: Okay, there we go.
1: Sounds good. How
0: are you doing? Hey, Jake, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Jacob. Uh, oh, what about Aaron? Aaron, Aaron's right here with me. How are you doing, babe?
2: I'm doing great. It's a little cold outside. I'm wishing it wasn't cold. <laughs> I don't like the cold. <laughs> yeah. I live in the south to avoid the cold, and I feel <laughs> I, I've told Jake. You know, as we got married a couple weeks ago, I I told him you brought the cold weather with you from new jersey didn't you
1: yeah yeah it is pretty frigid here i will tell you that for sure
2: i think you cursed my state
1: (laughs) You think so i do love georgia for sure but yeah jacob we're good um aaron and i are students with you obviously at boys college and i'm in the ppe program so that's the philosophy politics and economics Uh, i'm finishing my last year from distance uh, as I moved to Georgia to be with Aaron. And, Aaron, do you want to say anything else? Okay. She studies humanities.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations on your uh, wedding. Uh, I'm Thank upset you. I wasn't able to make it, but. I wanted you to be there. Jacob. Yeah,
2: we were really bummed that uh, your car broke down. That's what I heard happened.
0: Yeah, it was a tie rod on one of the tires uh, on oh. the wheel. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, uh, it was wore out to where at any moment going down the road, at least this is what my dad said, uh, the car could just like lose steering and just swerve off to one side. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, we had to get it fixed. So it's fixed now, thankfully. Yeah, you said uh, you
1: got like a suit too. I felt bad. Yeah, yeah. Which I
0: mean, it wasn't anything too, too fancy, but oh, right. All <laughs> right. you've seen, you've seen the mustache, right? No, you, you got a mustache right now. Yeah, mm. and uh, in my, in my suit for the wedding, I look like a seventies cop.
1: <laughs> Jacob, you gotta send me a picture, man. <laughs> I'll send you, you a picture sometime. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jake is also in the process of growing a beard. Uh, not a beard, a yeah. mustache and long hair man. and long hair. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, man. Think, yeah. My favorite era in the United States is probably the '60s. So, <laughs>
2: so well, you want to look like a hippie?
1: A little, bit. <laughs> a little, like a little mountain man, you know.
0: Well, that's funny because probably the era of American history most like right now is the '60s. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Jake had actually
2: brought that point up yesterday to me. He was like, "There was just a lot of revolutionary tendencies going on." Um. People were not happy with the given political parties. Mm-hmm. They were not happy with their economic standing as as mm-hmm. working class. The middle class was um, falling somewhat, and the the upper echelon was was just increasing. Um, yeah, stocks and bonds and and the whole thing and and then and then the millennials of that time just went out and said let's just love each other love fix every love will fix everything
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely think we're seeing cultural revolution but we didn't have a a presidential assassination or that's true a vietnam war and being on the brink of um the whole uh nixon stuff too so yeah it was a pretty crazy era well, and we yeah off. the almost nuclear war by the way the cuban missile crisis yeah so- that was definitely a big part
0: part of the whole thing
1: I was actually just
0: watching a thing. Well, I say just watching. I was watching, like, at four today because I ended up falling asleep and just happened to wake up in time. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But it was about how the Soviets had super detailed maps of basically every other country on Earth. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we only found out about it, you know, after the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. uh, When those maps became declassified
2: there's a lot of things that we only found out about the Soviet Union after the declassification of information. Like, for yeah. instance, uh, we still don't really know the exact number of people that were killed under their regime.
1: Hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I learned yesterday that after the Cuban, you all can correct me if I'm wrong, during the Cuban, Cuban, Cuban missile crisis um, after JFK, and who was their leader then at the time? I don't...
2: fidel castro
1: no, no no yeah fidel castro but um i know that of russia oh khrushchev khrushchev yeah supposedly we had to remove our nuclear weapons that were pointing towards moscow if we were to end the crises essentially and jfk told the american people that he got away with having to move them but supposedly that was like a lie that he didn't move them but he wanted his political image to look nice so mm. he told yeah. people that he moved them. Yeah, mm. those were the,
0: the missiles in Turkey.
1: Yes, so, yes, that's right. Yeah, so we put
0: missiles in Turkey facing towards the Soviet Union first, and then the Soviets started to uh, arm Cuba in retaliation, and we made a backdoor deal to secretly take the bombs out of Turkey uh, in agreement that the Soviets wouldn't put them into Cuba, which mm-hmm. I forget, either, either Cuba, I think Cuba had the launch equipment but they didn't have the nukes. But I know they had one and not the other at the time.
2: Yeah, yeah and then in, in, uh, in October of 62, during the Cuba, Cuban Missile Crisis, the crisis uh, was averted by the fact that we blockaded Soviet vessels and submarines that were on their way, supposedly carrying those nukes. They were yeah. on their way to Cuba, and we stopped them in the, in the Caribbean Sea.
0: Well, no one in America knew this at the time, but I was uh, I was watching a thing about it. There was hmm. a Soviet submarine off the coast of Miami. Oh my
1: god! Uh,
0: yeah. So right uh, when all this was going on, the local radio station had a uh, test drill, basically for like evacuation plans if the if the bombs were coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the Soviet submarine picked this up and thought it was a nuclear attack. So uh, they prepared to launch their nukes, but the mm-hmm. second-in-command, you know, you needed two people to, uh, to launch a nuke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but the second-in-command figured if this was a nuclear attack, just wait it out and then fire, you know? Mm-hmm. That way, you know, so thankfully they, they didn't shoot their nukes off, but they came pretty close to doing it. Yeah, uh, I, I think also... all of
2: that is documented in um, the 2003 version of this story called 13 Days have you have you heard of that movie
0: no i haven't
2: it's actually really good i was going to introduce jake to it sometime this week because we've been talking about jfk i know a lot because i
1: i i started this podcast you should check out called the very presidential podcast and they they did they did an episode on jfk and they talked about how jfk in his first week of his first month of his presidency i think it was he had to travel to austria to uh, do, like, uh, that's where he was going to meet Kuchov and talk to him, and supposedly the entire time he was, like, on methamphetamine because he was so sick. So he was literally doing these, these foreign policy arrangements and deals while on drugs. Oh. That was very interesting. <laughs>
0: ha- have you heard of the movie uh, Death of Stalin?
2: Yes, I have. I have.
0: Yeah, I heard that,
2: that it's um, very gruesome.
0: Uh, I don't know if I'd really say gruesome so much as it's it's pretty crass.
2: Oh, got you.
0: Crass. Okay. But there's, I mean, there's killing and stuff in it, but there's not a lot of on-screen killing, you know? Yeah. Yes. But is
2: it, is it done by the BBC? Yeah.
0: Who Who's done that? It's a British movie. I don't think it was by the BBC though. When did okay, it? When did it come out?
2: Movie.
0: Couple Couple years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you've seen the things?
0: yeah yeah I mean, I think it's a funny movie, but uh it's not entirely <laughs> historically accurate oh all right. they take a couple events that actually happened and uh and basically they take like events from across decades in time and put it <laughs> all into one you know week when Stalin dies
1: more or less yeah yeah well, you know, I to, it, but... yeah, I've learned about Stalin a little bit as well about how. He actually had to walk across Siberia, basically, to get back to um, Georgia. That's where he... Like, Georgia and Europe. Yeah. And yeah, supposedly, he, like, walked the whole entire thing or something like that.
0: Well, it's funny because, you know, at the time, he was criticized for having a really strong Georgian accent. Yeah. Uh, so, in the movie, because they're all British, ac- uh, British actors, they uh, they made up for this by giving him, like, a really strong... Uh I don't know that all the different types of british accents but he didn't have one of the posh ones. He's oh, very coffee? working class. Yeah he yeah, like he sound, yeah.
2: He sound like that. He sounds really proper.
0: Yeah, they tried to do all the russian accents with different corresponding british accents. Very interesting. Huh. Wow. We
1: should I bet that took
2: a room. lot of forethought.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Did. Yeah. All right, very good.
1: I was going to say you want to talk about some of the the capital stuff. Yeah, the capital. The
0: good old
1: capital. (laughs) So you've definitely been posting a lot about it. So why don't you share with us maybe some thoughts. And we can maybe share some of our thoughts, too, once you're done.
0: Well, I've taken a break from the posting. Okay. Because there's some people who have no interest in actually talking about it, you know? They sure. just want to repeat the same thing they think over and over. Sure. And after a while, it just feels like a battering ram, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is very unfortunate. I've seen a lot of people, I, I didn't want to do it, because a lot of people who have been talking more like I have, have done it. Yeah. But, you know, they just get, like, you know Dr. McDonald from Boyce?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he was one of the first ones I saw the drop.
1: Oh, he posted it uh, or j- j- stopped talking about it? Do you mean?
0: He made like two posts on Facebook about it okay. and then stepped away from Facebook for an indefinite oh. period of time wow. because of the comments he got.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Facebook's so sort of tricky because it's like, it—it it is a good, like in theory, it's a great medium to talk through things uh, because it's just so practical, but it's definitely not the best place to have conversation if that makes sense but it's yeah. like going way to have it besides like a phone call or podcast yeah. like this or...
0: which we we disagree somewhat on uh, interpreting the the capital so yeah uh, uh i'm trying to think the best way to phrase that disagreement
1: <clears throat> yeah well, yeah so share yeah i mean maybe say what you think share some of your thoughts well and we'll share I our thought... thoughts and we'll, we'll kind of dissect what we you know yeah, we can try to yeah. do something like that,
0: yeah uh, baseline, I think that the President of the United States incited armed insurrection against the United States government. yeah, and uh I don't think
1: that's a good thing to do. <laughs> sure so sure. yeah uh, uh, what
0: what do you think
1: yeah i mean i don't I don't necessarily think it was incited by the President. I mean, I don't think maybe he could have been more clear with some of his tweets, but um, I don't think that's probably the like, even the word insurrection, I don't necessarily know if it was, you know, they were attacking the, the authority itself. I don't necessarily think Trump was clear as he could have been, but it didn't necessarily seem like he was having them do this for him, because if as we talk more, like the, I think most of the protesters for sure were far right. But there was definitely mm-hmm. some. There was some plotting against the. Um, the Rep- I don't know what there's some there's some building there's some office I should say in the Congress for the Republican Party and there was uh, bombs found in there. So I don't I don't yeah. necessarily think that that's the RNC, but yes. that's that's a
0: separate building. That's not part of the Capitol.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and and another reason I think I would disagree with you. I just don't necessarily see where how. Trump can do any political gain because if he wanted anything to happen, he would want those Congress meetings to hold so that his case could be
2: presented, presented
1: by the House and Senate reps.
2: And if you I mean, if if you watched what happened as the aftermath of what you're calling the insurrection, they the senators who were prepared to give an objection to the Electoral College vote uh, took back their statements so as not to be seen as part of this act so it it was the whole thing was counterproductive on on both sides whatever way you look at it and it just seems i know trump is not the most um polished (laughs) politician and uh that is obviously almost sarcastic because of how uh (laughs) because of how um we, we know i mean i think i would i would I would say, and I think it would be fair to him to say that he's a little bit more on the crass side, for sure.
1: Yeah. But
2: is. with that being said, I don't think he's stupid. And yeah. whoever made this call for the Capitol was not thinking. That well, that would okay. be my two cents. Yeah,
1: I don't know if it was organized. I mean, I don't know if it was even organized. L- let's
0: it. let's let's start this with uh insurrection. Okay. Uh, so, I haven't prepared anything ahead of time.
1: Yeah, we have.
0: I pulled up the definition of insurrection just to, yeah. you know, get an idea. So, it says uh, the act or an instance of open revolt against civil authority or a constitution government, constituted government. Yeah. Or a, up, a rising up uprising. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not exactly sure how the Capitol building attack can't be defined as an insurrection.
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, yeah, you got you.
0: I'll say, too, I think there's probably five different groups of people. Well, I'll, I'll say six different types of group of people, right? Okay. Who are there. There was group one, right? And they were at the rally for the president. They didn't go into the Capitol building. They were protesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then we have five groups that went into the Capitol building. Uh, You have one that I think were just basically tourist, okay. you know, they saw something cool going on. Uh, they wanted to be a part of it, and they didn't really do anything more than just yeah. kind of follow the crowd into the building. Uh, from there, uh, I made these five groups in my head. That's the problem with not preparing things. I forget where they were. Uh, so another group I would say would be people that wanted to do something, but didn't really do anything you know like they had a vague idea of like going in and like mm-hmm. pressuring the senators and stuff they were
1: just maybe moved by the crowd or something
0: yeah so they went in maybe not planning to be violent more or less but yeah. more to you know because we've seen in the past people go into capitol buildings just to make a lot of noise to disrupt votes. Yeah. so I would put that as a group and I'm going to downside my list and just do two more groups because I forget what the other one was
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but we so we have one that was being violent you know they yes. went in with the express purpose of being violent yeah and then the the mm-hmm. last group i think is the most worrisome are yeah. the people that plan this ahead of time mm-hmm. and went in together with like tactical gear type things
1: yeah
0: uh, so yeah. yeah so that was the distinction i was gonna make so the one I think there was a group of people that went in with tactical gear,
1: mm-hmm. but with
0: no organization, you know? Sure. So some police, some military who just wore, like, yeah. bulletproof vests and yeah. stuff. But... I
1: mean, it was supposed to be some day of, like, just organized protests. And it turned into yeah. this. But, the but then the
0: to... last group of right. people that came prepared and organized. Mm-hmm. And I think we're definitely going to see more action from them mm-hmm. uh, in the future
1: yeah yeah sure yeah i i agree yeah and i
2: were they not put in jail i mean how why is that well, happening? a happening
1: it, it won't be um things will not be uh situated yet in in terms of like uh pressing charges i think till after the new administration's in um but there's also they've they've already started to uh take people off uh no, put, put, i mean put people on no-fly lists so mm-hmm. supposedly like they're they have names. Yeah, and yeah. there's which, pictures of people, too.
0: Yeah, which the problem is, you know, a lot of those groups went in filming and, like, live streaming and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that last group were smart enough to cover their face, you know, to wear, yeah. to wear non-identifying clothing and
1: stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So I feel like probably a lot of those people won't be Sure. And did you found. see
1: that? Yeah, did you see that photo of the dude with the podium walking out?
0: yeah, yeah, I think like, he's
1: been arrested. Yeah, well, that I mean, was the buffalo the, guy, right? I think so, maybe, but uh, you could see his face like you're going to yeah. federal prison. like it's not a small <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know what yeah I mean?
0: <laughs> Well, I know the uh, the guy who won, wore the buffalo skin into the Capitol building. he's okay. current he's currently in jail, okay and <laughs> it's kind of funny. He was making a big fuss because the jail wouldn't give him uh organic food. Oh my. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. Uh, oh, so he's well, a hippie. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So he is. He is a Trump supporter. Like his social media for years has been Trump things.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Well, we can we can talk about the, the insurrection word. You want to answer that? So. Yeah, I just
0: think going by the definition. Yeah. It was the act or instance of open revolt against civil authority.
1: You know, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because like, but when I think of like an insurrection, I don't like when we see the Capitol building. I think most of it. I mean, maybe not most of it. Yeah, I mean, it's some. What do you mean by symbolic? Well,
2: I mean, in the age of information, all the documents, all the important art of, I mean, most of the important things that are used to govern the people are not kept in the Capitol building. So to me, even when I first heard it, you know, breaking news Wednesday night around 6pm coming home from work, I was thinking this was a symbolic revolt. It it was not an actual revolt. It was them. It was the far right, um, obviously, expressing deep grievances against the incoming administration and the fact that what and they perceive the to be, to be a, a, a fraudulent election has been allowed to, to stand. And Beak. their response was no different than something we would have done in 1776. In my opinion, the only difference is we live in the age of information. This is not the way to fight. The way to fight is to gain um, supporters and control, not control, um, um just a a a huge and influential presence in the social media world, so that you can disseminate your information out there.
0: See, uh, well, one, I disagree. I don't think the election was fraudulent. But let's try to get to like like step through insurrection, and mm-hmm. then the president, and then maybe to the election. Mm-hmm. So that sounds good. I get. Yeah, I get what you're saying about it being symbolic. It's definitely symbolic. Like, you know, you don't attack a target if there's no symbolism behind it. Yeah. But and... especially with some of the rioters, you know, they went there with uh, equipment designed to take hostages. So I wouldn't say it's entirely only symbolic. Like, I, I really do think there are people there who planned on killing Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, people like that, you know?
1: Okay, you really think and that? I
0: th- I I yeah, and I think, think that. uh, why not? I,
2: I just don't think that we have enough um, reason to think that. I mean, we talked about the pipe bombs, we talked about the tactical, tactical gear, the tear gas. Um, obviously, there were guns involved, but I think they were just trying to make some noise I, and and possibly hold up the senators so that they couldn't vote. And maybe if this had been successful, it would have been over a couple of days. But I, I, I highly doubt that, that anyone in that group was seriously thinking of killing um, someone in our political parties who, who's a standing congresswoman or senator.
0: I, I think they were. Well, one, you know, when they actually broke in through the building, uh, the crowd was chanting, you know, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. yeah. Uh, which was obviously a whipped up thing, you know, just from right. the president's speech a bit before because Mike Pence didn't overturn the election.
1: Yeah. But, well, uh, he didn't example, have, he technically did have the constitutional. Mm, okay. Well, what?
0: so he, when it the wouldn't work like shot, that. When the, when the woman got shot, have you seen the video of the woman
1: getting shot? Um, no, I've seen pictures of the woman. I haven't seen the video. I've no. seen the video. So you have? Yes. Yeah. So that, that door they were
0: trying to break through. On the other side of it were representatives being evacuated.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so you have this angry mob breaking down, and that woman—I don't know what she was thinking—decided mm-hmm. to try to climb through that window to get at the representatives. Yeah, and had the only natural effect, you know, a bullet went through
1: her neck.
2: Yeah. So yeah, she was actually yes. from uh, from this neck of the woods. She was from Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, yeah. And a, Air Force, an Air Force veteran. veteran. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I definitely don't think her. It's her death is tragic, but I don't blame the police officers one bit because their duty, the Capitol police, their duty is to protect the Congress. So I don't. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. If don't you, if you try
0: to her. break through a window in the Capitol building to get it representatives, they shoot you. I mean that's just how it goes. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, I, I think mean... the event. The event altogether. I think obviously. We may come at it at different angles, but we still think it was a mess and it shouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, a, it shouldn't a, have happened. A yeah.
2: complete embarrassment to um, our constitutional government for sure.
0: Exactly. I just wouldn't
2: yep. classify it quite that quite that strictly and starkly as insurrection because technically the, the punishment for insurrection in the past has been death. It, it, yeah. it's, it's surmountable to treason. I, I don't... I uh, think that we can qualify it this early. Yeah, I think after a, a larger investigation to yeah, see sure. all the moving parts and the players in this, yeah. and how long it was planned, it, that is when we can determine whether or not it was a true terrorist treasonous
0: attack. Yeah, that that well, it was rare. definitely yeah. uh, insurrection. Beside, it was definitely terrorism. I mean, I don't think yeah. there's domestic any...
1: terrorism. You think? It was yeah,
0: because it was people, you know, attacking a building for political ends. I think that's yeah. the textbook definition. Yeah, well, of terrorism. I, well, no,
1: I think the technical definition. I've mean, been looking up from it. what I mean is it's attacking the citizens for uh, uh if you want I can look it up real quick. Yeah, we're going to look it up right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't cuz I don't know. I mean, you can to
2: too. We were just going to look at it. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything
1: to do with. Um, yeah, the
2: unlawful use of violence and intimidation especially against civilians in the pursuit okay. of political aims. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, terrorism. I yeah,
1: I guess we agree on that. Um yeah, we both agree that it's a it's a catastrophe but i i don't i don't think it was necessarily incited by trump and I think that the media has really exacerbated his image the whole time and he's not look he's not a great man he was no. a he he is he i i do think his presidency was a l- uh probably better than more people would think um better however for I, country, better for in the country
2: than that we won't even realize until we see the effects of the new administration coming in.
1: Yeah, that's that's well, fair. But I I think that it's a it's an image thing. It's it's the perfect opportunity for them to kind of say once for all, you're this, that, and that, and you're out of here. Yeah. So you I don't, just think it's too much of a stretch, honestly. And I think the media and everyone else is kind of running with it. And that's not well, we don't clear. have to we don't have to
0: sit on insurrection all day, you know. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to whether or not Trump incited it. I, I, I think he did. One which we'll have to talk about this in a minute. Yeah, uh, by constantly claiming that the election was stolen, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but right before at the at the so-called Save America rally, right? Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the exact quotes, but it was like uh, Giuliani, however you say his name,
1: Rudy um, Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani.
0: Yeah, he was saying things like, you know, who hides the evidence? You know, criminals hide evidence, and uh, yeah. At one point, he said, "You know, let's have trial by combat," uh, mm-hmm. and that was that was before Trump came came out to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. But then once Trump came out, he said things like, "You know, you don't secede, uh, not secede. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Uh, you know, stuff like you can't take your country back by being weak. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong." Uh, yeah, but
1: and he, at one time... point he
0: said, "Fight in <clears throat> hell." fight like yeah so i don't i don't think necessarily trump wanted them to like go into the capitol building and kill people you know that's not what i'm saying yeah but i definitely think he intended on them going to the capitol building and disrupting the event okay and he just he did too much he got the crowd too whipped up
1: yeah so about which back to the uh, violence thing and like the well you want to finish
0: well, I, I just let me add one last thing too. I forget exactly how long it took, but sure. uh, he did not send in the national guard. Mike yeah. Pence had to send in the national guard, yeah. And Trump prevented the national guard from going for at least a couple hours. I forget the exact amount of time.
1: Yeah, which um, is
0: definitely not a good look for the president.
1: Yeah, it's not a good look. But um, I definitely I I I heard of an article that came out about. Nancy Pelosi reaching out to maybe the, one of the top military commanders about being hesitant with Trump's orders in the last few weeks of his administration. So I, want, I would want to look more into that before I agree about the National you Guard like thing. she
2: would tell them to yeah, like not bl- obey? Don't,
1: don't listen to Trump's maybe military mandates about... Oh, maybe of, she yeah. was
2: trying to either exacerbate the situation or she could have been expecting him to call them to his aid.
1: Yeah, and let me let me just say she is just as terrible as Trump. Can I just say that she's pretty well? Funny. She didn't incite insurrection, which I know we're not in agreement with, but uh, yeah. Well, let me, Jacob. If 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 you remember in the election before the uh, we voted on that that in November, uh, Hillary even said like, "Do not Joe Biden should not concede on any circumstances she on didn't. any circumstances." So I think that this kind of goes both ways in the sense of. I mean, if you look at 2016, how for three years, excuse me, Democrats came up with this Russian collusion idea. A lot of people thought it was true. And they went to court and everything like that. And they ruled that there was no collusion involved. And the U.S. government investigated it completely. But the Democrats were kind of hassling this for years. So I don't necessarily think this is specific just to one party now. Well, except this time we actually lost the reelection and they won. Uh, Well, I think
0: let's go ahead and get to the fraud issue, right? Okay. Because you think the election was fraudulent.
1: Yeah. Let me be a little bit more specific. Let me be a little bit more specific. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think that I think that there was definitely fraud involved, but I definitely think it's going to be hard to prove. Like, I don't think I I can just I can't just give you hard data, or Anna, I can't just give you hard data to prove that. But I definitely think there's a lot of things to be suspicious about. Like, if you think about, you know,
2: instances in all of the swing states. Yeah.
1: Like, why are the instances just in Wisconsin? Of ballots
2: being found of thousands of people unregistered who were able to vote.
1: Yeah. Like, Wisconsin, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania. See, but so, every I mean, they just... tried... So, Jacob, I don't think that. Maybe I should uh, clear myself up. I don't know if I believe in. Um... Voter fraud. I don't know. If that's the right word, but maybe voter irregular. Right, right, uh, how do I say irregularities. irregularities. So just like lots of fishy policies that came into play towards the end, like what we saw in Pennsylvania with you don't have to date your ballot and everything.
2: And the same thing was passed in Georgia by our Republican governor, uh, mere months before the election.
1: Well, that's that yeah. it too with
2: the absentee ballot mix, mix, mix yeah, up. Yeah, I just
1: game. think overall. I'm I'm upset about the election. <clears throat> I uh tr- Trump won. I think he had three million more uh votes from 2016. Yeah, he did. And I just don't necessarily. Well, see he's probably
0: it. probably made three million people mad since 2016. I'd say.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he gained more. He had more in his. He, he had more voters turn out this year than he did in 2016. Though that's that's fact. Well, I I
0: don't think that's true. I, I mean, I don't have any statistics looking in, in and I mean,
1: if you just look online, he has win the so, popular
0: vote he gained so vote. every time, every time I've looked, because uh, my dad, in particular, has always yeah. been like, ah, oh, the the election's a fraud, you know, stuff like that. yeah, everything he sent me was either something that was fabricated that I could find was fabricated, yeah, or did not show. Like, I remember he sent me one video. It was of election re- officials, I want to say in Michigan, supposedly counting votes after the Republican representatives mm-hmm. had left. And it was, like, a 20-long-minute video that showed nothing. You yeah. Know? Like, the woman – there was a woman narrator, and she kept saying, like, you know, later in this video, it will show you know, them counting votes after everyone else has left. Sure. But it never showed them counting votes. After everyone left, uh, but I think I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm gonna say there was fraud in the election, but I think comparable to the amount in every other American sure. presidential election. Yeah, but I remember. Uh, yeah, they had they had a team in America. It was an international election advisory commission. I forget yeah. what it was called uh i i they,
2: am familiar with that? what you're talking about they, they've they sent that team into third world countries that do have rigged elections yeah which is why they had to send them into america their flags up.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah so i just but, yeah overall yeah i mean that but well with a popular vote jacob if you just look on if you look on google i think trump had like 68 or 69 million in 2016 and this year he had like 73 i think i mean look i could be wrong about the numbers exactly but, but I do know that I, I can guarantee you that Trump gained in popular vote. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. So I just think that and especially when you think about Joe Biden, who had no rallies. He's not very enthusiastic at all. He's cognitively kind of declining a lot. Um, he's kind of an empty suit politician. He's ran before. He had more. He had more in the popular vote than Obama. That just kind of sounds a little crazy to me, honestly. That's See, um, I thought, unbelievable.
0: I'm tr- I'm trying to find the popular vote. I haven't found it yet. Okay, but uh, I really don't doubt that Biden did better than Trump, just on account of how unpopular. So I'm trying to think. Trump's approval rating uh, a couple days ago after the Capitol thing.
1: Oh my gosh, I don't even know. That.
0: <laughs> it was at thirty-eight percent. Oh my gosh, uh, I don't know what it was during the election. Yeah, but I know it wasn't above fifty percent. You know.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, I, you'll just have to find the data. I'll have to look for the data too, but I've listened to a lot of people who are I guess verified in this and that's what I've heard and I've seen. I so, think the,
2: the most alarming thing is, I don't know if you follow Newt Gingrich on any platform. I don't know what your views are not. about his politics or anything of that sort, but he um, he made a video and then a subsequent Facebook post uh, almost a week or two ago about uh, addressing this very issue. Mm-hmm. What, what do we mean by the election was fraudulent? Okay, what do we mean by it was more fraudulent than other elections have been? Yeah. And he actually cites uh, specific corporations that gave billions to Biden's campaign that were, also, that were, that were violating super PAC laws against his campaign. Uh, Facebook is one of them, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you named yeah, the big true. tech corporations yeah. and they, they had their, their hand in the pot. Yeah, maybe so that's,
1: and Jacob, uh, I know you want to respond, but maybe that's what I mean by voter irregularities or, in the sense. So maybe mm-hmm. more of like the social media. And this, I want to talk about censorship because that's my biggest problem I think I have with everything we're going to talk I about. I agree with that. Yeah, we'll get to um, that here in a minute. Yeah, this, I think it's almost undeniable that social media and big tech has like biased one political party. And if you, we've never seen ads ever like we've seen this year, so I definitely think that's played a role. So I just think there's a numerous bunch of other issues. I think that, uh, I ne- there's, I think most of Biden's, oh, I shouldn't say most, the major a lot of Biden's voters are probably, um, uninformed about what they're voting for, and they've just maybe seen this particular thing about him, and they like that, and they vote for that.
2: Well, they were also, I, I mean, when I'm saying that those corporations were giving billions to the Biden campaign, they were also giving billions to smear campaigns against the opposing party. And people, I mean, if you're not, a, if you're not even caught up in politics, yeah, you can yet. just turn on a turn on a, a a Trump clip, and you're just like, oh,
1: he's terrible.
2: Yeah, but I think everybody lives like that. Just... Yeah, but they they willfully. Um, hid oh, the information about Hunter Biden's stuff. That's
1: true. You can't well, get around that. They let, suppress that let me say,
0: time. let me say, I think we definitely need voter, like vote reform, but yeah. I found an article. It's from the 4th, uh,
1: okay. December
0: the 4th, and it's reporting Joe Biden with 81 million votes in the popular vote yeah. and Trump with 74.2 million votes. Okay. I don't think that's accurate. It, it notes that Trump is the second highest vote earner in american history
1: but Wait, second don't... voter, second highest, highest vote earner so, tr- so biden he... had the most votes ever in history no 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 he's it, saying that's Trump what it, is i the know second. that but that's what that means then biden had the highest yeah, that's the thing jacob about like it just make it just rings to be really fishy when you someone like joe biden who i mean he's been in the senate for how long and he's a career politician he's has some co- extreme cognitive decline he's not enthusiastic i don't know how someone can like that. honestly i yeah, think if things. you ran
0: if you ran a rock against trump in this election it would have yeah. won like um, I, I don't yeah i th- i think you're underestimating just how much of the country hated him leading up to the election
1: but what reason do they hate that that's the issue is like i think that like, in middle America, though, like, conservative middle America, the people, like, love Trump. You know what I mean? And that's still... Everybody well, around here. And that's still well, 72 one, million people who voted for this person.
0: That's a lot. Of one people. region you have to look at, right, is the Sun Belt, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you have the Rust Belt up in the north. Uh, yeah. Where all the factories and stuff are closed down. But then you have the Sun Belt uh, where, down where you all live, basically yeah. going from the Atlantic coast through Georgia to Texas and then across mm-hmm. to, the, like Arizona. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Trump did fairly well, better than expected in the Rust Belt. Yeah, but the Rust Belt has rapidly declining demographics. Yeah, uh, and uh, in the Sun Belt, there's rapidly uh, increasing demographics, and mm-hmm. Republicans in the past couple of years have been doing. They're not at the point where. They're losing as many states there, but they're yeah. losing
1: popularity in that region fast. Sure. And Cause yeah, that's the one Democrats thing. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, is a, I remember Mueller talked about this once. So there's definitely a huge shift in um, like people leaving places like California and New York City. To because people, of the high taxes. Because of taxes and other reasons and how a lot of the cities are not very run well. Uh, yeah, let's get what, back. I want to finish talking about, I, I, I'm going to criticize Trump a little bit too. Well, Let me like, just, let me.
0: I'll just do a hard thing right now. I'll say I cut out a section because I didn't want to get sued for libel. <laughs> uh, so now we're back to the podcast. What do uh, you what mean by you want sued to for
1: libel?
2: You? Well, I, not really
0: sued, but just because still in school, you know. Yeah,
1: you got to cut that out for sure because we're both, yeah, that's, we, that's, we're both there, Jacob. We both in there. Yeah, we're go- I'm going to cut that out. Don't worry. All three of us are, yeah, all three of us are enrolled. Yeah. But that's good that we could talk about that. But about the Trump thing as well, I feel like there is things he could. Like I think that his political ads were kind of weak. In 2016, they were incredible. Yeah. This one, they're weak. They're they, were, they were of him dancing and in, in front of the, um, you know the uh, Air Force One. That these also, awesome, I mean, his rallies were awesome. Let me just say, I love them. I think he's a very talented speaker. Um, but I think he could have been stronger on his political ads. And if he was so serious about fraud, which I do think there was lots of fraud, like we both talked about, uh, all three of us. But I. Uh, he had months to maybe even try to protect himself in that. But, yeah, I mean, and he was the president
0: of the United States. If he was so concerned is, about fraud, right? he should have done things to secure the election. You know? Yeah, but he did warn but, us about it. I will say that because I do remember see, – But I think that's part of the – I think that's part of the incitement is okay. spending months saying, oh, if I lose, the election was a fraud. And then after losing, saying, oh – you know the election was stolen. The election was stolen over and over. You know.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I've heard some people say that like they don't think. You know how Trump is such like a populist figure. Like, yeah. He is like a pop. He is a populist politician. Like we don't. A lot of people don't think that we might not have a ever have like a populist president again because of him. Basically. <laughs> what do you think? About I, that? I
0: wouldn't complain too much.
1: Like that's why I don't know if like an AOC would win because she's so. She's so popular, and she's kind of she's kind of with the establishment, but at the same time, she's kind of anti-establishment.
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I think left-wing extremists tend to be more rooted in ideology,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: right-wing extremists tend to be more rooted in reaction, you know? Hmm. So I think someone like AOC will probably have a better chance than—I'm uh, trying to think of a Republican counter, but—
1: I don't, you know, think there, I don't think there is going to be someone like Trump. I mean, there is a lot of people who I would like to run in 24, but they're not necessarily like Trump.
2: The, no other candidate can garner the type of support he did on both sides of the aisle. I think it's a, incredible what he did, um, a, a, at least in the first election and, and possibly even in the second one with the popular vote. Not, yeah. that, I, not that I'm supporting him as a person. But I am supporting some of his policies and, and the way that he um, that he just had that charisma where yeah. he, he could just almost charm any, any anyone just well, by uh, going back to the fundamentals of our values as a nation. I feel like he does love America. That's something that's I true. cannot attribute to Biden.
0: That's one thing uh, I've been telling people is, you know, if you like Trump's policies, fine. If you like, you know, the Supreme Court justices, you know. But I think yeah. his action during what happened uh, at the Capitol,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, dis- he's
1: not the guy is what I'm saying, yeah. you know.
0: After sure. that, he's not the horse you should back.
1: Yeah, and we'll but, see uh, what happens because, yeah, I mean, he four years, we'll, we'll have another election. and yeah, I, It's I, really going wanna... to hurt
2: him in the long run.
1: Yeah.
0: We, we... – I thought we had something else to talk about next, but real quick, I do want to push back it, a yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll move to censorship know, real quick. No, but I, yeah. I don't think I would say that Biden
1: doesn't love America. I don't really... Well, the, the issue, uh, the issue I think, is like, it's it's more of how he's an empty suit and how he has pe- radicals who are supporting critical race theory and all these insane things, like the 1619 Project and indoctrinating that into our schools. It's, well, it's, what's, behind it's what's behind if, him. It's what's behind him. I think that what people right, are afraid Right,
2: and the people who support him. The type, the type of people who have policies that fundamentally break down uh, would, would break down our country and might break down our country. I mean, I'm talking about socialism in general. If you, if you try to introduce socialism into any country, uh, this is actually, this is a quote that I read off PragerU the other day. Um, in no uh, no instance in history has socialism been a good thing for a country. So the fact that he's so open to people whose policies might be more radical than his own opinions, yes, but he's still open and supported by those people, uh, to me indicates that he doesn't know enough about the American experiment mm. to realize well, that that is completely detrimental for us.
0: Uh, shoot. I forget the number as soon as I was going to say it. That 16, what was it? 16,
1: 19.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: I know that... you don't think that was good. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I even think, you know, I think it's historical revisionism.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I
0: would say that even the people uh, working in that probably see themselves as trying to improve America. Yeah. Just from a position that we would disagree with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: but it's really what's you, you can't
2: really. start improving a country. I, I, I'm not getting upset at you. <laughs> I'm kind of upset <laughs> at the movement in my tone here, so don't take this the wrong it's way. A I don't think you movement. can. I don't think anyone can truly think we're going to improve something uh, when we start with hatred of it. I, I don't think that that is um that that's not a feasible starting point if you want sure. real change.
1: Yeah. Well, I, see,
2: I think.
0: Yeah. I think. You could say, which I, I'm not, I don't think American history entirely should be refocused around, you know, the issue of race and slavery. Yeah. But I definitely think you could be a patriotic American who hates the history of slavery, who sees, well, you know, it's almost like Germany with the Holocaust, you know, mm-hmm. that the fact that they educate about it so much is a patriotic act of basically taking their country back from something mm-hmm. like that. So when we, when we disagree with the 1619 Project, I still don't want to say that they're like, hate America. You know what I'm saying?
1: I, I mean, I think they do, Jacob.
2: I think they do too. I, I, I think it's more than, I, I understand where you're coming from with that analogy with uh, the Holocaust in Germany. Uh, mm-hmm. I think their project, their, um, their approach and their trajectory goes way beyond that because, because they try to on... incite let's use this word i think this is a i think this is an appropriate word in this case i think they have incited into millions of school children's minds
1: a nah. hatred
2: not just for the system of slavery but um for a system that is still in place which they perceive as being systemically racist through and through i don't think they think there's one good thing about america and I think yeah. that they've proven because, that I mean, in it's... the fact that they, they completely, um, uh, they, they almost skirt over our founding fathers, uh, labeling them racists or misogynists. And I'm not saying that they weren't, but they don't find, they don't, it doesn't seem, at least to me, that people on that project want to find the good in America at all.
1: Yeah, because it's, a, it's uh, a highlight. And I know you agree. Jacob, I think you do at least, uh, and I know you think this like it's a highlight on the country's sin, you know, it has this idea of the original sin, like we have in our Christianity, how we believe Adam has the original sin. I really think that the original sin for a lot of these people, especially on the left, is you know white man, racist, white man slaveholder, and our nation is founded on you know those sins, so it's just a very dangerous path to take down, I think. Well, I think we could both all, all agree that uh,
0: uh, historical figures like Washington and Jefferson uh, deserve a bit of – I can't think of the word all of a sudden uh, – not mercy, but to understand them in respect of what time period they lived in.
1: Amen. I agree. I agree. I'm yeah. reading a biography film Washington, and I think he's fabulous. You know? Yeah,
2: they, they deserve respect. Oh. Even if it's in, in, um, even if it means that we have to realize the context they were living in historically disposes them to things that we would call heinous today. Is that, is that kind of what you're getting at?
0: Yeah. Like Jefferson, you know, if he was alive today, uh, we would definitely see him as some sort of extremist racist. Yeah. But, but we have to remember the time that he was in the country he was in and yes. the system that he created that he helped create yeah ultimately was a system of liberation you know mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah uh,
1: and yeah what i was going to say was um i remember i took american history with dr wilsey at boys and he said that he he gave five c's to history and i only remember two of them I'm gonna, i have to look at my notes but he talked about huh. how history is complex and that you always have to apply context so yeah I got the, in the 1700s, everyone thought like that, you know, and it's complex in the sense that it's, it's different. And we shouldn't use our standards today necessarily to think that we're above those people who passed us in history. And I, I'm sure you agree too. I think every generation has a sin and their sin was that. And probably in 200 years, someone will probably say like, wow, you really missed this. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think in 200 years, they'll look back on our society. And think, man, how is it possible that they believed this, you know, or they yeah. did that? Exactly. Uh, but let's go ahead and move into the topic of censorship. Uh, yeah, just so we don't accidentally it. forget it, you know?
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, so I guess I can just share what I think. Um, I think social media has definitely gotten to the point where it's, it's kind of controls the market. And in the market of communication, at least. Um,
2: I would say also the monetary market because of all the advertisements. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. And most people like it's essentially like if you if you're on social media or the internet or watching the news or anything, you're sort of an outcast. Like so how someone would be hundreds of years ago if they lived out in the middle of nowhere and they didn't live near the town. It's kind of like that now, and it's mm-hmm. just, it has just social media and these big companies. And I even work for one of them. Is um, and I have to be careful, but yeah, don't it, say which one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say that, but like, it, it's it's out of control, and you you can't think about this. These private industries have the power to silence the president. Like that's really scary. Like, mm-hmm. look, and I'm I'm like one of the most pro-capitalist people you'll find. Like I'm all for private businesses and the right to private property and to be able to have a business and all that.
2: And even monopolies in some cases. And
1: even monopolies, like yeah, like a few that we have today but so i, I no think the order. yeah and we live in the information age like aaron said earlier in the podcast so essentially everything's communicated through you know devices and um, phones and websites and apps so silencing and this is what i i really firmly believe this silencing somebody on one of those apps is supposed to is isn't a violation is a violation of free speech since these mediums were created for free speech that's what they were created for so when you take someone away, that's 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 a violation of free speech. And I think that, that is my personal opinion. All people should have the. I think. How should I put it? Anyone can put what they want on social media to some to some extent, and it could be the most radical ideas, and the most left, and the most right. It should be a place of you know free discussion and free exchange of thought. And um, I, I think it polarizes us more as a society when we. Um, when we remove people because I think that one clan just goes somewhere else and it just divides the populace even more. So I don't think it's good for society and I think it's too controlling. That's probably what I think. I can probably add a few more things in a second too. Well, well, let me I say... What's oh, go, ahead, just... go ahead. Oh, you go, Jacob. And then she'll respond to you.
0: Uh, well, let me say, I, we probably don't disagree that much on this issue because okay. I think uh, companies... I think the big tech companies should be broken up right yeah yeah create, i agree Create more competition in the market and uh for example uh angela merkel you